1 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 17 through 26. But in the following instructions, I do not commend you, because when you come together, it is not for the better, but for the worse. For in the first place, when you come together as a church, I hear that there are divisions among you. And I believe it in part, for there must be factions among you in order that those who are genuine among you may be recognized. When you come together, it is not the Lord's supper that you eat. For in eating, each one goes ahead with his own meal. One goes hungry, another gets drunk. What? Do you not have houses to eat and drink in? Or do you spise the church of God and humiliate those who have nothing? What shall I say to you? Shall I commend you in this? No, I will not. For I received from the Lord what I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the night he was betrayed took bread, and when he had given things, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And in the same way, he took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Jennifer. Yes. We are pressing on into the strange country club of the <laughs> Corinthians that Paul is getting after here. And so he really had his hands full, didn't he? He really did. <laughs> he really did. So, you know, uh, yesterday's was there's all these kind of hair and style things <laughs> that we can't really fully wrap our heads around, but right. we just know that uh, it is not pointing to like a healthy Christ honoring community. Now today, find out that, you know, when they do Lord's Supper, like half of them are, I guess, getting there after the food's been served or like can't <laughs> afford to bring food or right. whatever. And the other half are getting pretty turnt. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and Paul is ju party. just yeah. exclaims, what? <laughs> <laughs> Which I love. Like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and I think it's funny too, because, you know, Paul and just scripture in many places rebukes drunkenness. But yeah. Paul doesn't even, it's like, there's so many things <laughs> like wrong so with that. He doesn't even really talk about drunkenness. Say. It's like, let's just talk about you Lord's Supper. You are so off the rails. Yeah. Where do I start? Okay, yeah. I'll start here. So Lord's Supper. What are your thoughts? <laughs> I'm the soccer ball Yeah, here. I mean, some of the, it is kind of shocking, like when you hear, read the history of this, that I guess, you know, their Lord's Supper, it was like they brought food together yeah. and like, uh, you know, almost like the potluck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, of course, this again has to do with wealth and status yep. and yep. indicators of value by world standards, which completely just harkens back to the very beginning of First Corinthians, where it's like these people are living in a city, that that's like what it's all about. And they're bringing that culture into the church. And they're so deceived by what they're doing that they're literally defiling the very um, meal that God gave them to that Jesus gave to remember what he did for them on the cross, the very reason that they're even, you know, here mm -hmm. um, in this church. So it's, it is kind of crazy, but again, sin is deceitful and this is where they are. So I guess what was happening is they would bring, and then the rich people would sit down and just start eating the food and not mm -hmm. leave anything for these poor people who either, like you said, couldn't bring anything or they, they were working all day. They got yeah. there late. And so they're sitting out in the, you know, outside the, yeah. the doors here, the starving. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you've missed the whole point. And, um, but it is kind of a very, I do like the, the, uh, 
the contrast there mm. with um, who's eating and who's not. And then when you think about Jesus and his meal, it's like the opposite. Like who does he feed? It's like it, like it is the poor and needy. Oh man. Um, spiritually, you know, like you have to come before him in yeah. this like completely open handedness. Um, and he is just so generous to like bring you in on this meal. Um, and yet there, this is what happens when we look to other, you know, to idols and we look to other things to determine our value and we bring glory to ourselves, um, is we end up in places we never dreamed that we would be. They're just so contra gospel. Yes. Yeah. I, you know, I don't have like a ton to say here, but I think the one thing that I do want to offer is, you know, what what is happening here seems so outlandish mm-hmm. that it, it can seem like safe to us. Yeah. But what what has happened here is this ordinance, the Lord's Supper. They have, you know, it it, it is a symbol of the Son of God being betrayed and right. being betrayed by sinful men and dying for them. And, you know, it, it's this like token of God's like great love for us and participating in the broken body and blood of Christ. It's so holy. And yet to them, it's nothing. And I think it's easy for us to look at this and say, you know, Corinthian idiots, like, what yeah. are y'all doing? You know, yeah. I can imagine getting drunk during the Lord's Supper. But I think the big warning in here is, what the Lord's Supper became for them, it just became this like ritual yeah. that they just did. Mm-hmm. They weren't super sure of why they did it or what the goal was when they were doing it. Right. And so slowly it just kind of drifted into, you know, maybe uh, not everyone was getting the same portions and and maybe uh, not being super wise about how much we were drinking. And, <laughs> you know, then all of a sudden right. it's like this crazy thing. And... I think the warning for us that we should hear is that this can happen to us. Like the the aspects of walking with God that we try to live out. Right. If we are not continually using them as channels to look into the heart of God, mm-hmm. but it just becomes some sort of like social practice of ours, then it will drift into this like meaningless, wretched thing that we do that God doesn't really care about or even worse that he detests. Right. And, um, and so I, I hope that, um, you know, I never feel so safe and secure in myself that, you know, I'm not concerned at all that I would ever reach this place. Right. We have to watch ourselves. We really do. We have to, we absolutely have to watch ourselves, which is why God also, um, has, given us these remembrances because mm-hmm. um, we are forgetful people and the Lord's Supper does harken back to the the Passover meal which was instituted that for the um, people of Israel to remember their deliverance um, from Egypt and then here Jesus has taken that deliverance and he's inserted he inserted himself in the Passover meal that last meal before he was crucified where the you know the center of the Passover meal was the lamb and there was no lamb Jesus was the lamb what mm-hmm. was what's the center mm-hmm. of this Lord's Supper it's his death it's yeah. like remember his death which is what you know brings us into this beautiful spiritual reality and I think that's the thing about the Lord's Supper is it's not just it's not not just a remembrance it's a spiritual communion with mm-hmm. God and 
I do think I agree. Like there's a warning, like when we get so focused on um, the earthly and mm. the, you know, what we have and what we want and just idolatry, basically, um, it causes you to despise your the spiritual communion that you have with the Father yeah. through the Christ I and mean, through yeah. Christ. And that is shocking. I mean, that should be like, wait, what? And I think like tomorrow we're going to go through like, totally. yeah, what that really means to God. And that kind of harkens back to, I mean, I'm literally just thinking of like Esau despising his birthright. I mean, just thinking nothing yeah. of the his spiritual like place in that family and just yeah. trading it for a bowl of stew. And it, it it's like that heart is where you're headed when you're yeah. despising the totally the spiritual beauty, like nature of communion with Christ and yeah. in the Lord's Supper. And it makes me think of the Pharisees, like they were so devoted to just like religious performance that they actually became blind to the heart of God. Like they only could see the letters of the law and not, you know, the, the principles of the law to pursue the, the broken and, and pursue the lowly and, and elevate them. It just became this like oppressive system. And so I think the reason Paul is getting so heated here is that he is, he sees this like pharisaical heart stemming up in the church where they're arguing about which preacher they listen to, but they're not even like actually partaking in communion with Christ. Right. So right. I think it's just a good day for us to prayerfully uh, consider are, are there things that we are doing at church or at home mm-hmm. religiously that they they've lost, you know, we're, we're just doing them to check the box and, and they've actually lost the heart and purpose, uh, with which they were given to us. Right. And then just the, the wisdom and the beauty in proclaiming the death of Christ, because that again, reminding us that this um, life that we enjoy Mm -hmm. this life in Christ, it cost him dearly. Mm -hmm. And that should move us further and further into grace and a response of love for God and all of the people horizontally, which again, it's just you can see yep. in the Corinthians like they're they weren't viewing God correctly. The the vertical was messed up and, and that also affected the, the horizontal relationships. So Yeah. A lot to think about. Lots to think about. And we're gonna talk a little bit more about Lord's Supper tomorrow. So for today for Jennifer McClish, this is Will Carlisle. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to our daily rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404 465 1737 or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for our daily rhythm.